Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest Communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. Lots to get to this week. Uh, really big news from the Western Michigan men's basketball program. Uh, but before that, we got to wrap up the uh, NCAA national championship from last night. And before we do that, we got to uh, <laughs> recognize our sponsors for Bronco Nation. That would be uh, Zemlick. Check them out, zemlick.com. They also have the brick and, brick and mortar location uh, off of Stadium Drive in Ashtamo. Daily offers, free specials, all kinds of stuff. Check it out, zemlick.com. So, like I said, last night we had the uh, championship. I literally caught the last two minutes. What an epic choke job by the North Carolina Tar Heels. Wish I could have seen it. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Up 16. Yeah. Whatever happened to CBS carrying the championship game? Whatever happened to teams putting the foot on the throat? I didn't see any of it. But I did see the one highlight where, um, um, who was it that went down? Um, for Manic. North for North Carolina, the other guy, um, the white kid with the bah, 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 long crap. Hair. I, I saw an, I saw a, a few articles. Oh, Baycott on it. at the yeah. very end. Yeah, where where the piece of that floor gave way. Yep. It's that's not a good look for the NCAA. Well, it's it's it, not a good look for UNC. To I mean, I had a friend trying to like let him off the hook, and it's like, and saying, oh, it it because I found a meme. It was like. Uh, after last night, uh, Atlanta changed their logo colors to North Carolina because it was very similar the way that they choked that game. And he's like <laughs> trying to like let him off the hook, and it's he's like, "Well, this happens all the time in this game," and it's like, "That's true. It happens a lot, but it shouldn't. Not right. in a title game. You were up sixteen. Talk about parking the bus." They literally parked that thing and thought that game was over, just like a three seed did against a fifteen. It's been that kind of year. It's no lead is safe in college basketball anymore. It's, and you know that. It's not good. You know put, that. Put the foot on the throat. And I think this goes back to a conversation my buddy and my brother had a few weeks ago. I don't know how you feel about this. I think the three-point shot is ruining basketball. I mean, one of the last how possessions for North Carolina, they went up and chucked a three, and it's like, you don't need that right now. It's not Stop. It's not ruining basketball. It's how it's taught. It's it's all in the coaching. It's I, all. No, I I do think, I think you're discounting how much Steph Curry changed the game. Well, everyone wants to be the hero. Everybody Everyone wants to wants shoot to a put, three. And, There's well, nothing classy about well, then, then let playing them, the rim. Let them bury themselves then. I'm fine with it. We, I just, I you think know? we need to get off the emphasis of the three-point. Ne- next, next thing they'll try to do is try to move the second base bag closer to home plate. Here, here's an idea. And, and they're doing that. Here's an idea. Well, in the minors. Why don't we back up the three? Well, you just said eliminate it. I didn't say eliminate it. I don't. Well, think you we said need to, pretty much. I think we need we need to do something because it's taking over the game. It for, for in the college game, yeah, it does need to be backed up. It it, it needs to be uh, same as NBA. It does. It, so, well, since NBA can take players right out of high school and they're shooting that, why doesn't everybody else? That's what. Why I'm not saying. make it make it a standard of the game? Use that shorter line for high school. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, see, I'm good. I'm good with that. Wow, we agreed on something. Crap. 
I don't know I if we're doing should. our jobs, Jim. <laughs> but okay, yeah, okay. So, so, so I, I, I had a great weekend. Maybe it's rubbing over. Maybe I'm not as ordinary as I used to be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just okay. Yeah. I'm I've fine. got enough to be I'm fine. a jerk for the Are both you kidding of us. me? I had a great weekend. And yesterday, I found out Joe Buck's not calling any more World Series games. I about cried. Yeah, that was pretty I fantastic. loved it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I saw an interesting post from Greg Gumbel, um, basically how he lamented these big contracts for broadcasters, saying, like, the people don't watch for a broadcaster. A good broadcaster Enhances. adds to the game. Enhance it, 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 well, ads enhance you use enhance. I'll use ads. I, I like four letter words. <laughs> Obviously, when I came in this building today, I was yeah. popping them You're off full of the uh, <laughs> F variety. It was a good weekend, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, back to what we were talking about. I, I just, I don't know, like, I think he's got a point. It's kind of like the radio. There are instances where people will tune into a morning show or stuff like that, but like for a lot of times they're tuning to hear their favorite song. Right. Not to hear you blab. Now. That's wait, why I don't <laughs> like announcers that aren't like Robin Hook. I'm glad you went there because I was about ready to reach across this table and and, and choke slam or something. Dan Dickerson. <laughs> Dan? You're not you're not trying to take over the show. There are so many of these broadcasters that want to come up with catchphrases and they're practically screaming in the mic. Jim and Price. And that. Catchphrase. Like, oh, God. The art of pitching, the art of hitting. Well, let, let's buggy, talk, let's, buggy whip. Well, let's, let's talk about that down the road because there is something I want to ask you. Well, you, you. brought it up. Um, <laughs> no, I think... I think what you need in a broadcaster is somebody like Dan Dickerson or Robin Hook. Just call the game. Yeah, you know, some people think that Dan over overhypes. He doesn't overhype. So. That's part of his personality, and it fits the broadcast well, just like Dan Miller, yeah. Lions play-by-play guy. You know, his, he'll get his calls. He, his calls, you know, he, he'll, he'll come down, but he, he his calls, you know, they're he's not up a there. And his call, touchdown Detroit Lions, is is a great call. It is. I love it. We just need more of it, but you know, and may, maybe. So that's my thing with announcers. You just you got to have somebody like Robin or Dan or the other mm -hmm. Dan mm -hmm. that are just this, just even all the way through. I don't need this like up and down. It's just well, like what's his name? Oh, for the Golden Grizzlies, his name is escaping me right now, but. He's gotten better over the last couple of years, but he got into this thing where every time we made a three, <clears throat> of course, <laughs> I don't need that. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it, it, the catchphrase. I don't need that. No, that. I don't need it. Right. Just call the game. One one broadcaster that I worked with way back in the day, um, my program director, Nan Mason, Yeah. Um, over at WFAT. His thing, you know, and I did it already, but it was just a general thing for everyone, you know. Uh, point A to point B, straight line as quick as you can. Yes. As quick and efficient as you can. Of course, my point A to point B goes through roundabouts and all that, and uh, clover leaves and all that yeah. other stuff to get there, but I get there. <laughs> you know who's another offender of the doing too much and trying to be too cute? Hmm. Stacy King. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I am not. He is on... 
I think it's still GN for the Bulls. He's oh, okay. Guy. Yeah, I yeah I haven't listened to a Bulls uh, radio broadcast in a while. I I know he's trying to bring enthusiasm and stuff, but it's like, bro, you are doing way too much. Just shut up, please. <laughs> Call the game. Yeah. And go, Our, going back to Jim Price, I. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just, it's like, can you imagine Dan Dickerson with somebody younger, more youthful? Oh, those calls would be amazing. Oh, I know. I know. Well, you like you like buggy whip and all. It's just like, no, what? No, what are you talking about? Okay. Now, now Price has had health issues and he does still have ongoing health issues. Um, but still it's, it's, it's time for him to step down. I, I it is. 100% agree. You know, he, he, Price, you know, back in the day, he, he was a very adequate um, color commentator. You know, I, I have no problems with him. But then the older he got, the more into it he got, the more the catchphrases came out. And then suddenly, Bleh! I don't want to listen. Or when I do listen, I might as well play a drinking game every time a catchphrase comes out. Yeah, how many times can we hear the art of pitching? <sighs> I would be. My liver would be gone some days. <laughs> it would be gone. It would it, it would be toast, I'm telling uh, you. Not that it already might be, but, you know, anyway. But uh, that kind of <laughs> leads us into, well, we might as well finish with the Tigers. Uh, they yeah, did make you know a, what? Absolutely. They made a trade yesterday, <clears throat> and I told Jim and other people, do nice things, and nice things will be said. Yeah. This was a nice thing that Al Avila did. Mm-hmm. No more sell the team because he actually did something right. He did. I see. I told you. Be I. It's one move, Jim. You let's see, you, let's you, pump, you're, let's you're, pump the brakes. It's you're, one move. You're young. You're from the on-demand generation. Anyway, you I'm want not, it, and you want it now. No, that's not what I'm saying. We've sat through five years of this team looking like a dead corpse. You want to hear a projected starting lineup? It's over Friday. It's it's okay. You are contingent on Badu having a good year. And he might. It, it, you know, this lineup could be dangerous. It really could. I think Here's, it's still early. You have, Badu, you have Badu leading off in center. Robbie Grossman in right. Now, this is a projected lineup. Robbie Grossman batting second in right. Um, Javi at short, batting third. Now, Baez, stop swinging at pitches that are headed to Cleveland. Okay. He's a big axe factor, man. He, if he, if, if he like could, crap, if, if he could settle down, if he could settle down, he could be dangerous. He can also be a Derek Jeter type and lead the entire infield. Which I told you earlier today, I, I would love to see a real second baseman out there. Yeah, and well, stop selling me, Jonathan. Stone. Okay, well, well, maybe shoot, maybe, maybe. Baez is the answer to bring that entire infield together and have them play. You get the right units on a team, they gel. They might gel, but I I still think you can do better than Jonathan Scope. Anyway, Baez at short, uh, Candelario cleaning up um, at third. I'm not convinced he's the answer either. Just gel. But think about it. But then Miggy the DH at five. Austin Meadows behind him and left. At six. Yeah. Then Shoop, seven. Torkelson at first in the eight hole. 
Tucker Barnhart catching, and we all know the uh, the starting pitcher is going to be Eduardo Rodriguez anyway. So, yep. Like I said, I'm not I'm not convinced on Candelario. Within a year or two of being here, he was sent down to AAA, and that's never a good thing. It happens. It. it, uh, it Mm. It happens. Mm. It happens. For the deal that you made, you lost that trade. It happens, though. Sometimes it takes a little longer to get these players where you want them. No, it, what takes longer is when you <sighs> lose every single trade you make when you sell the team off. He literally, Al lost every trade that year. Every single one. And that's why we are five, six years deep into this rebuild. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. I see your point, but I'm sticking with what they did. They're not trying. They're trying. No, they're trying. They're trying. They're doing it smart, too. They're not blowing the budget. No Carlos Correa. Sorry. Too much. Way too expensive. And I get it. But here's the problem. And I wanted him as a cub. But but I get it. But here's the problem, Jim. If Eduardo Rodriguez and... Javi Baez are any good, they'll be gone in two years. Because no, she's stop. Yes, stopped, they will. They, they will maybe, opt out of their contract. Maybe Javi wants to be the corner, cornerstone of a, of a Tigers infield for years. Avila and Illich won't pay the money it will take to re-sign him. So I guarantee you, if either one are very good, they're not going to get paid from Detroit. So guess what? They're going oh, somewhere else. God, you are. You kill me. You kill me sometimes. It's the fake spending. You kill me. But... We teased it at the top of the show. Um, big news from WMU's uh, men's basketball program. Uh, they have hired the next coach in program history. Coming from East Lansing, 19 years as an assistant for Tom Izzo. Spent the last decade as the um, associate head coach. And that would be Mr. Dwayne Stevens. And you really like him because he has Oakland U roots. He does. <laughs> I actually had insiders telling me they thought he may have been waiting out that job. Well, it's possible. So it was interesting to see uh, him pull the trigger on this one. And, I will and, and, I will say I think it more points to Saudi waiting out OU. I really think it does. Yeah, I, I knew you were going there, and I was going to bring that up. I re- so. I really do feel, and it. that's fine, and that's fine, Stevens. You know, this this could be what the Bronco program needs. I think I think it totally is. I here's I, the thing. Now I'm not willing to call it a slam dunk. Is it a very solid hire? Yes. Let's see what happens with the portal now. Yes, that that's going to be an interesting take. Well, and now can you get Lamar, Lamar Norman to stay? Well, he he only declared, but he still hasn't rescinded on his eligibility, so he's still a Bronco. He didn't hire an agent. Right, right. He didn't rescind on his eligibility. But he could leave. But I don't like the word agent. I hate agents. They suck. Yeah, they do. But, you know, let's let's hope that a new coach kind of influences his decision to stick around. Right. Um, no, I, th- I think it's a very solid hire. Um you know, the one question mark I do have is why was he an assistant for 19 years? I don't know if I buy the he was waiting for the perfect situation type of thing. He li- Maybe he liked what he was doing. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so that's why I'm not willing to go to the line and say it's a slam dunk. Now Again, you see, very he, solid hire. Now, you see, he, he's he's an older gentleman like me. 
you know early fifties, yeah, early mid fifties. Well, yeah, he's a little bit younger, but still. Um, but he's an older guy, so you know, it's not like he's not going to pimp you out and leave in right, three, four years. Right, this might be his landing spot. Well, and here's my thing: that's going back to not being able to say it's a slam dunk. That that fact in itself made it feel like a safe hire. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll agree with you. Safe is safe. Safe is good. <clears throat> safe. Well, safe two years ago was Clayton Bates, but. But this is different. Coming much from different. coming from 19 years in a Big Ten program, yeah, let's just let's uh let's walk the same program as well. I wouldn't mind having some Spartan basketball philosophy passed on down here. That's not mm. going to break our hearts. I I guess maybe it was me wanting Laval Jordan. Well, and to me that would have been that. <clears throat> You know, not that safe choice. Like, hey, this guy could leave us in four or five years. Right. You know, he went to Butler, didn't have much success. But I think he also got a raw deal at Butler. Butler has to remember, whether you're in the Big East or not, you are still a Mm mid-major. You had those couple of magical years. You wrote it for a while. Um, Brad Stevens has gone. Those years, you can't pop in the whatever year DVD that was anymore. Like that was like probably a decade ago at you're, this point. You're forgetting about one very good mid major, Gonzaga. Yeah, but that's it's not different. It's not but different. No, we're not. But we're not. But ta- you say you see mid major. Ta- we're not having that conversation. I we're know, having a conversation but, about Butler. I know, but but what if a mid major, like say Western Michigan, let's say Stevens turns this program completely around and we are a threat every single year, not just in the MAC but nationally. It's possible. Yeah, when you come to a and Butler and Butler Butler's going to have its time to shine again. They're they're a good school. They're a good basketball school. They are, but I think they got caught up in the fact that you know they were expecting a lot more. You know, I think Laval did a decent job. He's an Albion native. He coached at Michigan. I just thought that would have been like the the sexy hire. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm excited to meet Dwayne. Um, yeah, you'll be there tomorrow at the uh, presser. One o'clock. Yep, I have to work. So. so I'll be getting some exclusive content. I may be speaking with uh, Carolyn Binder um, about the hire as well. Oh, there you go. Kind of like her impressions and stuff. Coming from somebody, not that you are, you and I aren't pros and well connected, but she, it, she's different. Yeah. Oh, she's she's she connected lives, in a different she, way. She basketball's her forte. One, you know, she calls games and it's kind of her yeah. living. So I, I, I just thought it would be curious to get Carolyn's. No, shoot, I, I'd love to have Hook in here sometime. You know, some of the other uh, color commentators when we get close. When we get close to the football, love to love to have John Creek in here. Yep. Uh, when we get to hockey, get Alex Goodman. Yep. Um, you know, get their takes of it. Corey Lee um, still follows Bronco hockey. Love to get him in here. You know. And the guest list we could have is pretty darn huge. Yeah, it is. But we're lazy. <laughs> um, so that's what's going on down tomorrow. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll be an interesting um, time for Western basketball. Right. Uh, lots of good things coming. I wouldn't expect them to have, like, a big turnaround year where, like, they lead the Mac or something like that. Like, Expect another year of growing pains and, oh, yeah. you know, he's got to reshuffle the deck and 
get his system and his guys and everything else implanted here. So, Like I have preached over and over, I don't care what sport you're talking about. Rebuilds are rebuilds. Yeah. It's the way it works. Yeah. It's not, You're not going to have magic in one year. No. Well, maybe, but that is like... Few and far between. Yeah. I, I don't think Vegas even wants odds on that. No. So, so um, yeah, we do have... Um, I feel like we have a couple of names, hockey players that have left since we last talked about this, I think last week. Um, at the time, it was Ronnie Adderd and Ty Glover. We have, a, we have a nice little thread going. Hang on just a second. It's going to take me a second to pop in there. Buddy. I believe we've added at least three more. Uh, Drew Warad went to the Griffins. Um, Brandon Bussey yeah, well, signed a deal with the Islanders. Right. And then who was the... Th- the fifth one. Uh, hang on here. Um, player movement thread. It's actually pretty darn active. Uh, 45 posts so far. Um, and actually, you know what? This is actually good to look at because uh, there are a lot of portal names being uh, shuttled around as well. Hang Speaking of here. which, Duluth <clears throat> just picked up a transfer goalie from Maine. Yeah, Warad with the Griffins. Um, yeah. We talked about Ty. We talked yeah. about Ronnie. Right. Talked and about Bussy. There was one more. No one's picked up Ethan, Ethan Frank yet, believe it or not. Surprised. I know it. Um, yeah, a, cu- a couple of NHL draft picks are in the portal. Uh, UMass senior Slava Demon and uh, Michigan State junior forward Josh Nodler. Go get them. Right. No kidding. Um, Gosh, who, who else we got? Oh, player? what we got here? Why am I blanking? Well, all of our goalies have hit the portal. All of our goalies? All of our goalies. Whoa. We have no goalies. Yikes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Right. Well, oh there you, I, see, I knew. I knew. <laughs> this is, I asked first to give Bussy a break. At least give these other guys some playing time. Bussy played the entire 2021-22 season, mm-hmm. front to back, every Game. That's that. That's a coaching uh, problem. There. This is why we don't have a goalie. You have to play them. Play somebody at some point. Give somebody that option or that thought in their head that hey, I may have to step on this ice. Yeah. Is there somebody I was missing, or was it just the four players? Uh oh. Joyo just signed with the uh, Toronto Marlies. Uh-huh. Scooter Bricky is in the transfer portal now. From where? From us. That's us, Scooter. Yeah, we have no goalies. So far, defensemen returning for 2022, Bauer, Hilsendager, Fielder, Fulp, and possibly Kacharik. So at least uh, defensemen um, is okay. We're, we've lost our offense. We have lost our goaltending. And I'm losing my mind over this crap. This is it's unreal. Tran- this is what transfer portal does. You just you just wiped clean one of the best seasons in Bronco hockey history. Uh, it's not just the portal. It's these draft picks being taken. Um, yeah. To well, next, yeah, but next, still, next year is going to be interesting. I think they're going to take a definite step back. The entire NCHC might. 
wouldn't. This is this, this transfer portal is going to balance out college hockey. The, NCAA, the NCHC may not hold the SEC title very long. Just saying. I don't know that it'll do that because a lot of these guys that are transferring, they're going to NCHC school. So, um, yeah, we will see how the next m- couple of months shake out. But tough sledding for Bronco hockey. Oh man, where yeah, it's. Next, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll know more by July, maybe, maybe. Okay, uh, well, well, did... that was fun. <laughs> Man, we got baseball coming up. In fact, in and I'll bring up something personal that um, one of my new friends, um, yes, her, yes, <laughs> uh, she is actually she actually has hosted Kalamazoo Growlers players in the past, and she's going to host a Battle Jacks player this year. Oh wow! So yeah, Good for her, yeah. And I'm thinking that maybe down the road we could uh, do a little uh, podcast interview, get um, spotlight the uh, spotlight the uh, Northwoods League. And, there you go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, baseball, we've got opening day for the Tigers on Friday. Um, kind of going back to that with Meadows into the fold. Uh, that's really going to create some type <clears throat> of you know, situation and some competition in the outfield once Riley Green gets back, but that's a foot. Um, you're, so that, you're looking that, at six to eight weeks at right now. At least, and then coming back may not be back to form for much longer. So uh, hopefully he comes back right away and plays well, because if he does, it's like, you know, Robbie Grossman, Badu, somebody becomes expendable at the right. deadline. Right, right. It's going to be, and that's the fun thing, competition. Uh, and that only makes the team better. NBA is just about over as well. <sighs> I think, I hockey. think Jeannie bus is taking her team back over. <clears throat> I think so too. Cause they are not very good. Um, and, uh, wow, yeah. Why did Miami slide into first place? In, in, o- in other words, LeBron James, this is not your team anymore. No, it's time for the owner to take over and build her team and not go off of your demands. Um, man, sons. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the NBA. Uh, NHL's wrapping up as well. So we'll have uh, playoff talk for both of those coming up. Right. Um, and then next week, there were a few moves in the NFL over the last week. Um, I was trying to think of the big one, but I can't remember what it was. But anyways. Um, I learned a new word for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, can, we, I, can I say it? Sure. Twat waffle. That's a good one. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, you're a twat waffle. Film at 11. Blue waffle. Look that up. Do you remember that? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up when we're done that way. And for anybody listening, NSFW. That's why why I'm waiting. (laughs) Um, So we will save all NFL talk and draft talk for next week. Right, right. Um, We are barreling down on the NFL draft. Um, Yeah, we need a draft party. April 28th. So we're getting really close. Um, I will mention it quick. I think... um, Brad Holmes has done a good job of um, 
deceiving and doing what you're supposed to do as a GM, having people believe that you're going to take a quarterback in the draft or you're going to take this person or that person. Um, he's what know, he's what the Lions needed. Yeah, he's putting out smoke screens. Uh-huh. He's not uh-huh. he's not telegraphing what he's going to do like Alavira. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so I think I think he played everybody. I think he's going to take Thibodeau at number two, and <clears throat> Bing Bang Boom, we're done. No, oh God, no! Why would you? No, he fa- he failed. No, he failed no. on. He failed at the combine. He left the combine. He walked out. So, no. Just Not take Thibodeau. the just no. take the guy everybody projected. I hate how these teams do this. Oh, I got to be creative and cute and take the guy that nobody projected. No, just take the guy everybody projected. He was projected there for a reason. And no, but not not after not. I don't want him walking out on the team if he's going to walk out on the combine. I don't like he's attitudes. I don't like attitudes. He's you not a, Dan Campbell. He's you not a Campbell be. guy either. He's, he will he, be. No, no, he won't. He won't. He won't have another choice because if he's not a Campbell guy, he's not on an NFL roster. I don't want Thibodeau at two. Okay. I don't want Hutchinson. You want at two choir either. boys, don't you? I don't want quite so much. Hey, by the way, that that comment about holding off on the NFL that just went out the freaking window. <laughs> I wanted to get you riled up just once. Today. It worked just once today. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> He just adjusted his glasses. Yes, I did. <laughs> With a certain finger. Yes, I did. Uh, now we end it. So, uh, shorter episode this week. I mean, just not as much to talk about. Sports are ending. Thibodeau! Yes. No! Yes. God. Just take him. Or no. trade back. No. Or trade back. I might become a Patriots fan if this crap keeps up. I, I don't know why I said that. No, I do know why I said that <laughs> crap. And, and uh, by the way, I, I you know, I, I made a mention last week about the uh, Red Sox-Yankees being overblown on ESPN, but I might be watching a few Red Sox games on my phone this year. Just saying. Uh, of course. I, I got to, you know, I got to keep up on the stats. <laughs> I got to stay one step ahead. It's my goal. <laughs> ah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, seems like a yes. Good place okay, to stop. yes, Kathy, I'm coming for you. <laughs> bring, bring it, bring it. <laughs> we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.